January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Welcome to the American Adversaries, Trump and Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We are live in the nice, warm, relaxing, comfort studio. I just got out of my nice, comfortable X chair, taking it easy. And, you know, this thing's got the warming feature in it. It's got the heat Chris, feature in it. this is not even a cold day. This is mid-July in Buffalo, my <laughs> friend. I thought you'd go outside without a shirt on. Yeah, you ought to stand up and you show know? the people what you're wearing. <laughs> he got his shorts on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Look at him. I need uh, hand warmers. He, 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 you know? Yeah. That's right. Talk big, walk small. See, he can walk around like that because he's still in shock after the game the other night with the Bills and the no, Eagles. Chris, I'm very the sensitive. lousy calls. That was, and I'm glad you absolutely openly admitted that. Everybody knows it, but the game goes on. It does. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, we're on the wrong side of the ledger and possibly for the rest of the year. Uh, Not good. All right. So. Well, what is good is that we are here on this Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code. And we are coming to you from the Relax and Comfort Studio on the big new Boulder Stronger and more important to listen to than ever before, AM 950 and FM 94.9 The Answer. And I'm not just joking around.
around when I say that. I mean that. The stakes get higher and higher every day, ladies and gentlemen, about our future and the future of our offspring and future generations. You can also listen to us at the AnswerOrlando.com website, where we encourage you to join the Answer Seekers Club. Really easy to do. And right now they got uh, you know these ticket giveaways. You can uh, sign up, and perhaps you will be the lucky winner of those Trans Siberian Orchestra tickets, where they got the Ghost of Christmas. Uh, concert coming on December the 22nd, I think it is. Uh, So you still got time, but don't waste it. Join Answer Seekers Club if you haven't already. And of course, you can listen to uh, all of the great programming here 24-7, also on your Alexa devices, and by downloading the free Answer Orlando app into your smart devices. You can also listen to our web... Programming, either live or from the archive, on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com, and also on our Rumble channel. And yes, indeed, we do have the green lights flashing, so we are up and rumbling tonight. So uh, please check us out there. That's Rumble.com. Just give me your email address. You'll be signed in, and then you can access our Rumble programming. All right, that uh, other voice, of course, is the chairman of the board, union boss himself, uh, Michael McBath. Chris, I'm still distraught about the game. And the reason I say that, I know what the significance and the meaning of the bills are to the community. Yeah. And I'm afraid half these people in Buffalo are going to go over Niagara Falls, you know, because this was a loss that it just broke their heart because uh. one more loss and they won't make it to the playoffs. And, you know, it's, it reminds me of the 90s when the Bills went to the Super Bowl, what, three, four times? They lost every time. You know what was interesting? This is getting too depressing. A little factoid of interest right? that you know, the Eagles went into this the game Sunday night 9-1. and one. Right. Now they're 10-1, and one, but they went right. into the game 9-1. and one. The last time a Super Bowl team came off of the Super Bowl and went 9-1 and one the next season was, I think, the 1992 Buffalo Bills. I know. And so we had such a wonderful celebration at the end of the game. Thank you very much, Chris, for bringing that thought up. I tell you what, to me, it was the best game of the entire weekend, not just because of the teams and the score, but because it was played on a real field in front of real fans outside in the rain, and and nobody left that stadium until the the final game. Did you see how miserable it was? It was like pouring, and I'm amazed that the it was like there was a fog at the end of the game. And I'm amazed that the wide receivers, because, you know, uh, Josh Harris, uh, I mean, he really throws a hard ball. Yeah. And, I mean, they're catching them, you know, bang, you know, <laughs> except for the Eagles guy who I guess he didn't fumble that one time. Do you think so, Chris? <laughs> that was another bad call in that overtime. went against the Bills. Uh, so uh, Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll have to forget it and move on the next week. Fortunately, it's a bye week, and then they get to play our manager's favorite one, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs. and then they play Charles's favorite, the Dallas Cowboys. So Charles will be able to watch that, and he's going to weep in that game because they're going down, brother. (laughs) Did, Did you see what they're doing to that kid who's a Chiefs fan? (laughs) <laughs> no, we're well, we'll have to tell you about that. Okay. All right. And, of course, that, that chuckle was Randy Ross. He's here with Trumpy. Great to see you, Randy. I'll tell you that. There's five minutes on I-4. You can either make it or break it. Yeah. It changes <laughs> It changes it to 15 minutes one way or the other. Yeah. You can indeed. That's for oh, sure. Look how festive it is in here. Yes, it's indeed. It's yes. beautiful. Look we at got, the lights, got the, uh, colored <laughs> lights. It's like everywhere. being in the middle of a winter wonderland. Presents are here. No. <laughs> 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 
I am the philosopher, political mad scientist, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. We've got a lot of news we're going to get to. And I think we're going to check in with uh, Anthony Sabatini in a little while as well. So uh, we've got a big show. And, of course, this is brought to us by Trump and tu- on Trump and Tuesday by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code right there at 100 East Morse Boulevard mm-hmm. in downtown Winter Park. I can't wait to go by there maybe this weekend or next. Don't go by, Chris. No, Walk you know in I mean. the door in, and have Chris. a shooter. I went, well, I was there at the grand opening. <laughs> okay, where you, okay. Actually, I was holding part of the ribbon. Oh, oh that's whoa, right. He beat me man. there. For the ribbon yeah, cutting. Chris, yes, you were indeed. Time, I had a buddy. very important role that very day. Very good. So. I hope your picture's up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's better than being up in the post office. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Anyway, like I said we got a lot of news we're going to get to. Uh, we can start with market anticipation because there's more data coming out this week. I know. Should we play that song? Including a job. that song, Anticipation. You're breaking. No, we got to yeah. play that before we go yeah. put up with this. But actually, so far, uh, this month has been a pretty terrific month for all investors. When you look at the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P, the average for all three has been over over 10% for the month, which is a nice payday for everybody. Uh, the Dow itself did about, right now, about 6.9%. The S&P, 8.5%. NASDAQ, about 11%. Uh, the other big winner, which I'm going to talk more about tomorrow and just show you how people made money on this, and no one talks about it, but was Treasuries and bonds. You know, Treasuries, the Treasury yield the day on the 10-year Treasury really collapsed. It ended up the day down around 433 Remember, it was 5% just a few weeks ago, and that has a tremendous impact on the bond market where a lot of people made a lot of money in bonds, and no one thinks of trading them. And the bonus of them is also you get great income after that, which I'm going to talk about tomorrow. But the point is, it was a wonderful weeks or last few weeks for bonds, uh, for stocks. You know, the American financial sector is doing awful well. Now, gold. This is interesting. Gold hit a new high for uh, the last six months, and then maybe going higher. It was up over $30 a day. We ended up around $2,062 an ounce, which, you know, is a good number. It's the highest it's been this year. Uh, Randy's favorite coin, <laughs> Bitcoin, was on fire, though, today. Uh-oh. It was up 1200 bucks, 38200 Yep. Um, I don't know why, but <laughs> but, it, but it was up. Uh, but the other thing too is our Fed friends. You know, the guy I dislike the most is Austin Goldsby. You know, the guy. He's a economist. He teaches at the University of Chicago. Yeah, PhD. He was in the Clinton administration. That's right. And he's Obama's. a staunch liberal, <laughs> yep. and he can't see the front door from the back. But he was out there uh, talking today, and actually, he helped bond prices a lot. So I should like him. But yeah, he's. You know, he believes that we're about, get ready for this statement, to see the highest drop in inflation in 71 years. Now, do you think he's a Democrat? And then following him, though, at about 1047 today, the Fed Governor Governor, uh, Chris uh, Waller said he's increasingly confident that the U.S. policy is currently well-positioned to get us back to 2% by 2025. Okay, well, what that did is kept the market not only up, but pushed it higher. We ended up about 83, but the reality of it is the bond market was one of the bigger beneficiaries of that. And then I think the last thing I'm going to mention is, you know, they talk about uh, cash. Well, 
the most popular place this year to put cash in 2023 was cash. How about that? <laughs> now, but this is interesting, too. Money market mutual funds are currently holding a near record. That means they cash missed, on hand. Yeah, that means they missed the stock market. They missed the bond market. Right, right. But uh, a near record of $5.76 trillion. Now, remember, money market mutual funds are comprised of short-term U.S. Treasuries, federal federal notes, uh, CDs, corporate commercial papers, short-term obligations of states and cities. And normally they trade a, a dollar, always to stay at a dollar. And right now the yields are running between four and a half and to five and a quarter, depending how risky the money market fund that, wants to be to meet its dollar obligation. That would be a per-year return. But when you look at that, and everybody goes, oh, that's great, you know, I'm making 5%, we got $5.76 trillion. That is great, except for one problem. If rates really are coming down, that's going to slide with it, and then you won't be able to go back and get those high rates that have been sitting there for six, seven months, screaming at you at 9 10%. Right. So, that's it right. for today. Bond market. Uh, tune yep. in tomorrow for more on yep. the bonds. <laughs> the journey. Uh, oh, one other thing. We should mention this, Chris. is Charlie Munger, uh, who was Buffett's partner, you know, passed away today at a uh, young age, 99 years geez. old. And, uh, you know, he's a fellow we've seen numerous times on TV <laughs> yeah, the, with the Buffett, fun, and he the, claims he's his right-hand man. The, so. the, the, I was going to say the funny thing, I guess the proper word, oh, because yeah. he died, is the <laughs> ironic thing is that uh, several years ago, Buffett had named Unger as the guy, the heir apparent, to take over for him I know. when he retired. And you are right, because I remember that. I'm like, I'm like you, I'm thinking, wait a second, isn't the guy uh, older than him? Oh, my. Uh, so. Yes, uh, Buffett just never intended to go anywhere anyway. Yeah. Uh, something else that isn't going anywhere are those EV cars. The dealers, the, the countrywide dealers, uh, have gotten together, many of them, and signed a letter to the administration begging them to back off of the EV push, that they're forcing these manufacturers to produce these cars, and they're now beginning to tell the manufacturers, don't send them to me, because <laughs> the average time, evidently, currently for a new, brand-new car on the, the lot is around 60 to 90 days. Oh, no. For an EV car... You want to guess how long it is? Don't tell me. I'd say now. I'd I'll probably say, make, I'll say half a year. Four months. Try 12 to 18. Oh, jeez. They oh, do not sell. Oh, my God. You can't get rid of them. Nope. Do you know that the average EV weighs 1,000 pounds more than the same size car that is a because of the know, conventional? That's right. Right. And then they also, this was funny, there was a lady on uh, uh, Fox today, and they went around the 40 of these uh you know, charging stations around the country that the government likes and everything. Of the of the ones they visited, forty percent of them didn't work. Didn't work. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? You go to a gas station, Chris, and forty percent of the gas stations you go to don't work. <laughs> well, you know, it is because they're being abused by people who don't kind of know what they're doing, more or less, and so it is. Well, the infrastructure just, is not there for them. No, That's what it not. really is. And it's no. not going to be there. No, either. Not anytime soon. No, this is right. going to be a gradual. If we do yeah. progress in this way, it will take a decade before oh. we're even close to yeah. that type of situation. At least. At least. There is also what's going to happen in batteries. Chris, I just saw a story today. I'm sort of trying to find the stock if it's a true story. They got a battery they claim is like one fourth the size with, uh, you know, 80% more 
charging power than the batteries that are being used in the car. You can charge it in 15 minutes. I mean, when they come up with something that's a supercharged battery, that'll certainly help, you know, make it more palatable. I'm noticing that Mike's Bill's shirt looks like it's got glitter on it. It's kind of glistening. Yeah, well, I think he's Isn't got... Isn't that kind of no, interesting? You he's know what? I think, it was in, I think it was in Carmen's closet. He wore it out. <laughs> What it is. No, I actually haven't seen the shirt in 20 years. I'm just going through. I'm going, what the heck is this? Wow. You know? he, he's trying to conjure up some good luck I for his I'm trying to get team. some good vibes for the Bills. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back from the break, we'll tell you how much the illegals are costing us. You know, uh, Alejandro oh, Mayorkas uh, has been saying that uh, they bring, you know, much economic benefit to the United States. You think so? If they come here legally <laughs> yeah. and educate. Legally, I would agree wholeheartedly. All right, we'll be right back with the American Adversaries on a Trumpet Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code. <laughs> AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax & Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax & Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns and & Foster. Our smart bed aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407 647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. It's that time of year again when you begin searching for that thoughtful Christmas gift. Well, network sound and video makes memories last forever, restoring records, cassettes, VHS, and camcorder tapes to new digital formats like CD, DVD, or flash drive so your family can enjoy them for a lifetime. So don't chance sending them out. Call right now at 407-834-8555 or visit online network sound and video.com network sound and video.com 407-834-8555 the fajita revolution is on at tijuana flats choose from fajita tacos burrito or quesadilla with grilled chicken or steak all the fajita flavors in three new ways to crave starting at 9.99 for a limited time only at tijuana flats 
Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Ongoing police activity, 414 near Magnolia Homes. Slowdowns both ways around there. Crash on State Road 50 westbound out past the 429 near Avalon Road. Westbound I-4. Slowdowns around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards US 27. Eastbound I-4. Slow from World Drive to the Turnpike around Fairbanks and up around West 1st Street. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Across the Spanish border The wind whips up the waves aloud The ghost moon sails among the clouds Times the rifles in silver on the border Alright, welcome back to the American Adversaries, ladies and gentlemen. So, a congressional committee has done a research study. It wasn't so much an investigation as that they just went looking for information. As I know you've asked this question before, mm-hmm. Mike, is how much are these illegals costing us every day? Well, what? if you divide $451 billion for the year, you'll know mm-hmm. how much it costs us per day. That's about a billion and a half per day. Just for and, illegals? Yeah. And that, uh, you know, is for pretty, that that's all inclusive. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's $451 billion. That is is... I was going to say about a third of our discretionary spending budget, but now right. with the Biden inflation and everything, it's uh, it's it's a little less than a third, but it's still huge, a huge expenditure that we cannot sustain. And these people are not producing like right. my orcas would claim. I mean, mm-hmm. there are way too many of them to be picking beans, right? Right. Uh, right. So it, this is uh, it is a, a, a burden on the American taxpayers when you have these high interest rates causing us the burden of the the debt, the uh, interest on the debt, right, the interest on and the then debt. this massive increase in spending by the 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 unibot the uniparty. 
And, uh, and how do you justify up. it, Chris, when we have our own poor people laying in the street? How do you justify the veterans that live un- so poorly? How do you justify, you know, all the things that we need capital and we allow this to take place? This is garbage, and that's why Biden is a bum. Uh, this is why, <laughs> this, though, explains why Mayorkas comes out and says something as outrageous as, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, these people are of great economic benefit to the United States. It's to... They are? Are they scientists? What, what I'm saying doctors? is he... No wonder they're coming. That, that, that his argument is meant to totally negate the real cost. And so they just make the outrageous claim. And, of course, you know, in the feel-good, woke world, why, yeah, of course they're, they're being an economic benefit to the United States. They're doing jobs that Americans don't want to do. How many times have you heard that? Or maybe what they're doing is they're able to sell stolen goods to fences. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the mafia. No. You know, unfortunately, these mobs that you oh. see don't appear to be illegals. No, they don't. They, I agree they with appear you on that. to be American citizens. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of them have their faces hidden, mm-hmm. but a lot of them don't. Now, uh, so uh, obviously, I would guess that there probably are some. But why would an illegal want to do that when the government's already given them money and stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is absolutely outrageous. Isn't it, though? No, I mean, I don't know how we have that kind of money. I don't know how don't. anybody That's can the point, justify it. We don't have that kind of money. We continue to borrow it. We're basically borrowing, you know, from the American taxpayer to pay mm-hmm. the illegal, the, these illegals to be here illegally. And then with what happened in Israel, we all know these people cross the border. We don't know who they are. We know they have access to guns. We know the American people was just listen to these lying politicians. Oh, everything's safe. Don't you worry about it. You wait. Listen, you I wait. have empathy and sympathy I and everything too, perhaps is happening. The mm-hmm. But the numbers that they're releasing are so small. When you look at the numbers that we have in our country as a problem, right. I don't know. A lot going on there. All right. Okay. Anyway, there's a lot going on right here on the American Adversaries Trump and Tuesday. Brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. They are located at East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail. And if you really want to go all out and treat yourself or your loved one to something very special, that memorable, memorable of all memorable Christmases, go out there and get them a Nissan at Sutherland Nissan. East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Hamas released 12 hostages and Israel released 30 Palestinian prisoners on the fifth day of a fragile ceasefire in the Gaza war that mediators hope to extend even as Israel has pledged to resume its offensive. Israel says 10 of its citizens and two Thai nationals were freed by Hamas and returned to Israel Tuesday evening. Finland says it will close its last remaining border crossing with Russia Amid concerns, Moscow is using migrants as part of hybrid warfare to destabilize the Nordic country following its entry into NATO. Finland already had shut seven of its eight checkpoints on its 830-mile border with Russia following a surge in migrant arrivals. On Wall Street, the Dow by 83 points, the Nasdaq rose 40, the S&P advanced four. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
crash on State Road 50 westbound out past the 429 near Avalon Road. Westbound I-4 slowdowns around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards US 27. Eastbound I-4 slow from World Drive up towards the Turnpike. Also slow from John Young up towards Lee and around West 1st Street. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Welcome to the American Adversaries, Drive Time, the Titans of Talk Radio, on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. And I'm proud to be an American. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. We're back. We're live, and it is a Trumpin' Tuesday. It seems like we just turned the microphones on, and we're already a quarter way into the show. I know. But anyway, we are here. We are live in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Thank you, folks, for being there. And we now want to welcome our WACX TV audience. Thank you so much for tuning in on channel 55.7 on your antenna remote. I have something very important to say. Please. I have lost yet another pair of $1.25 reader glasses on my way to this show. (laughs) Now, all I did was get in the truck and get out of the truck. Did you lean out the window? No. (laughs) I'm like, like how many of these pairs of glasses do I have to lose? And I know I'm not the only one. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people lose them. It's a good thing they're only $1.25. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you probably find them crushed on your driveway when you get home. Anyway, that is Randy Ross along with Michael McBath. I am Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. Anthony Sabatini will be checking in here in just a moment. By the way, Mike does have another contest challenge. We're back to the contest this week. We'll give you that here shortly. And uh, also, the Red Kettle Challenge is on, ladies and gentlemen. I actually saw my first Red Kettle bell ringer today, and I stuffed a buck in in the bucket. All right. Chris, I did that over at Walmart the other day. I went to buy some pickle balls, oh, and uh, there was a guy there, and uh, you know, yeah. But- we did well, the good match. Good for uh, Dolly Parton for kicking off the Red Kettle campaign. Did you see that? Right. Yeah, that's right. That she was, definitely be proud she of. was. Um, I, anybody that criticizes someone at 77 looks like that is jealous. That's all <laughs> I can <laughs> say. They are jealous. You know, there was a malfunction. A lot of people don't realize that. That star that she was holding on to mm-hmm. was supposed to rise up and she was supposed to sit mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't work. So a lot of people were trying to say she was off balance and everything. She was never supposed to be walking back and forth on that stage the whole time. Right. But the, then she still owned it and did it oh, amazing. Yeah. You know. So yeah. no, I, she I, is a fired up woman it. and a, a person you can admire. She has her principles in place. She you does. know, she's not way off the she wall. Probably wouldn't like tell anybody, but I bet she's a conservative. What do you want to bet? I, I bet she is too. If I want to bet. Yep. All right. It was a, quite the performance. That's for sure. It was a great performance. All right. So. Uh, Anthony Sabatini will be checking in here in just a moment. The Red Kettle Challenge is on, and uh, Mike and I, you know, and and others here on the show, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna prime the pump because we got our own Red Kettle we gotta fill. Uh oh, that's right. And next mm-hmm. week we're gonna be down there. What what is that place called where they got that big huge Ferris wheel down there? Um, the Ferris wheel. Place. No, <laughs> no, it's um... it's on International. 
The Orlando Eye. All right, well, thank we're you, International Jeff. Drive, right? It, yes, yeah. we're going to be down. Okay. At, we're going to be down to the Eye, oh, nice. and we'll give you more details. But it'll be next week. We're going to be down to the Eye down there, and we're going to have the world's biggest red kettle with right. us. Uh-huh. And uh, we're looking for help to fill that rascal up. So uh, be looking uh, in your couch, you know, in your car for those extra nickels, dimes, and quarters, and whatever else you can scrape together to help us fill up our kettle there. And Craig called in and challenged Mike to put up a hundred hey, bucks. I came right up. He said a hundred. Okay, did he brother, do it? it's a hundred. I he put a hundred on the spot. He did. You know, Craig that goes. cheap butt did that. I can't believe it. That's all right. Now, this can is you? for a real cause. That's right. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, we'll be credited. You know, with mm-hmm. we got our own. Uh, goal no, our pot's getting bigger raise, and bigger and bigger. But we got mm-hmm. our own goal, so we'll be telling you how you can participate in that. In the meantime, we now have on the line with us, he is the chair of the Lake County uh, Republican Executive Committee and also former House uh, member of Florida House, Anthony Sabatini, now running for Congress. Anthony, how are you doing this afternoon? Never been better. Great to be on. Excellent, excellent. It's Icon Park. Was it? Is that what he said? Icon I don't, Park. I think he did. All right, like Icon Park. Anyway, I'm sorry, Anthony. Thank you for being on with us tonight. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, what's going on in your world? <laughs> oh well, the campaign's going great. You know, just things are moving along. You know, we uh, we heard that there's going to be some polling coming out this week showing the race to be a dead heat between me and Congressman uh, incoming Congressman Dan Webster. So. Should be a should be an interesting rest of the campaign. There's still about eight and a half months left. So, I noticed that you put out a tweet, and I sent it. You sent it to me. I sent it back to you regarding the absentee vote. The, the fact that the uh, Dan Webster continues to miss very important votes. How 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 are they allowed to not attend these votes? Is there like a number that you have to attend, or you just have infinite number of votes you don't have to attend? How's that work? Well, you know, I think all members missed some votes, but Webster has missed three times the average of any member. He has the worst attendance record in Congress, which is why he was designated last week by uh, a national um, group that looks at attendance records and efficacy, bill making, bill passing, et cetera, and ranked him the single least effective member of the U.S. Conference. Uh, GovTrack.org is the organization. So uh, in terms of the rules, there actually are no strict rules on that. There might be some internal committee rules. If you miss a, a, a vote in a certain committee, that you might be prone to be removed by the uh, uh, caucus. But uh, no, it, it's far more severe. They basically, they, the ceiling is very high. You're allowed to miss a lot of votes, unfortunately. So the only person that, you know, or group of persons that can check uh, the bad attendance record of a, of a congressman or the voters themselves. So. Well, this particular vote, though, was directly related to pro-Hamas uh, radical um, Talib and all this kind of stuff. Why, why would he miss such a critical vote? What is in it? If they don't go to a vote, is that, that also a message they're trying to send, or is he just <clears throat> sleeping on the job? And, and was this to censor Talib? Is that the vote you're talking about? Correct, yeah. So he was one of uh, a few members that missed the censor vote of Rashida Talib. one of the only significant votes that the Congress has taken the last couple months anyways, uh, and something that obviously passed, and she, she was censored by the House. Uh, Webster missed that vote. He wasn't even in, in D.C. that day. He just skipped out on it. You know, it's funny. You know, guys who have been in office decade after decade, they think they can get away with anything. So if they miss a few votes or whatever, 
You know, yeah, they might get hit uh, by their opponents or in the news cycle for a few days or weeks, but most voters forget about it. Unfortunately, that's the mentality that drives a lot of the career politicians. And this is a guy who's been in office for over 43 years. Uh And so, you know, they just think at this point they can get away with anything, even missing votes like that. You know, Webster also missed the impeachment vote against Donald Trump. Um, You know, he could have been there to vote no on the impeachment vote. He skipped that one, too. So. Did, uh, did has he actually announced officially that he is running for re-election? You know, he didn't do a kickoff. He didn't do a formal announcement, but he is raising money. He has done some private events. He hardly ever has a public event. He almost never gives you an opportunity to um, react directly with him uh, in any in any specific regard. It's always his staff that'll reach out to people. So no, there's not been a formal uh, kickoff or announcement, but he is. It seems running. He's raising money, mostly from lobbyists. Ninety, about eighty or ninety percent of the money he's raised came straight from the Beltway, from uh, special interest groups, and about ten percent from people around the state of Florida and other other states. Is there anyone else looking to get in the race, or is does he have a, an heir apparent in mind? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, you know, when this poll comes out, which was leaked and was shown to us uh, in the last few uh, days. Um, you know, I think it might be an incentive for him to get out because I don't think he thinks he's going to win. Uh, but you know, he also doesn't want to get out too early because what happens is if you announce you're not running again, you become sort of a lame duck and you're oftentimes ignored in Congress. It's harder to get things through. Or, you know, I'm not that he's passing anything, really. He's never passed a bill in, in his 12 years up there. But, you know, he still gets written off even more, more, you know, maybe not invited to things, et cetera. So uh, to answer your, the second part of your question, is there heir apparent? You know, the truth of the matter is he doesn't want somebody up there that's going to join the Freedom Caucus like me. So he's never going to support someone that's going to be a die-in-the-wool conservative. He wants somebody that's a little bit more like him, a little bit more moderate. Uh, We don't know who that person is, but if he does drop out, obviously he'll try to uh, uh, push somebody else to get into the race. Anthony, uh, how many would you say are attorneys that are in our state Congress? You know, well, our, now he's a lawyer too. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but I'm just curious. How many would you? Oh, I think this it's is, a fair question. Yeah, well, I think right. it's a very. Uh, it's going to be fair and fairer when you get so, here to the rest of it. I would say the amount of people with law degrees and or who are actually practicing lawyers is probably something like twenty or twenty five percent, and that's because of mostly term limits. They say that term limits. Uh, creates a more diverse professional background for uh, state legislate, uh, legislatures. And that's definitely the case in Florida, where we have an enormous amount of people who are teachers, farmers, I mean, literally name any profession. We have auctioneers. We have everybody. Anthony, did you think... Well, what real, real, real yeah, what about ahead. at the federal level in Congress? It's higher. It's a higher amount of... That's what I would have thought, yeah. I mean, what are we going yeah. to do about, you know, the, the insurance again on automobiles? Cause now, as now a, remember, he's running for Congress, not I know, the Florida House. And I, I know, but I'm just saying he still has input because he knows okay. a lot of guys. Are, mm-hmm. What are they going to do in this state about this auto insurance that's skyrocketing <laughs> in all these people? By the way, I just got my Did you new get yours, today, Chris? and it was up another, let's see... Another uh, 12%. Okay, you deserve it. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot. It's all no, those but, Anthony, in all seriousness, what are they going to do when you see these ads? Well, you know, I brought in a billion dollars for my clients. Mm-hmm. Well, how about bringing in a half a billion and give the other half back to the poor slob that's paying the bill? Yeah, well, there definitely is litigation abuse, I'll tell you that. The first thing I would say, though, in answering the question is that, yeah, there might be a, a high degree of lawyers in state politics, but they're actually completely, totally divided. So there are lawyers who 
are very pro litigant, very pro, uh, um, you know, uh, protecting, uh, you know, I guess what they would call the access to the courts. And then you have another half, guys like me, who every single vote uh, for my four years up there in Tallahassee was pro tort reform. I never once voted uh, on behalf of the litigants. In fact, uh, I had probably the most conservative voting record on that as a lawyer. So that so the professional lawyers are definitely split on that topic. Uh, they're not really one faction. But oh, that's I will good tell to hear. You the, the most important thing that could happen is uh, smart and targeted tort reforms. And that's exactly what's happening now. Uh, the Speaker of the House, Paul Renner, is a lawyer. Uh, you know, he never got any of this stuff through because the, the people who were in charge of the House before him uh, were opposed to any uh, tort reform. But he passed some significant tort reform, which I do believe is going to at least partially um, result in lower premiums. But it's just going to take a while because they did nothing for so many years. I mean, the legislature sat back and did quite literally almost nothing. Uh, while there was all this rampant law, law, uh, you know, lawfare abuse and legal system abuse for quite literally like 10 years. I mean, they, they did a little bit of reforms after the sinkhole sort of era in the early 2008, 12, 10 era. And then it, they just sort of uh, stopped after that. And, you know, things got worse over the last few years. Compared to when you ran uh, the last time, obviously now your pocket that you're responsible for looking at outside of this being a federal job, but still you represent that pocket in Lake County. Are you still running on the same issues or do you have new issues that you are focusing on? Well, the things are getting worse in this country, so (laughs) the (laughs) issues definitely change, unfortunately, because you're always dealing with these new threats, these new items. I mean, obviously the the biggest issues in the country haven't changed, which are rampant illegal immigration, uh, rampant abuse of weaponized government. I mean, that started, hell, that started with the Russiagate. I mean, these issues have not gone anywhere because Republicans, you know, we have people in office who uh, aren't really doing that much about them, and so we need a new generation of leaders who are going to fix those issues. So I would say weaponization of government, illegal immigration, uh, you know, just downsizing the role of government in our lives, getting the economy back up to speed, uh, which Congress can play a major role in. Those are some of the top issues that I'm running on, for sure. Um, you know, this, those are different, right? Slightly different than when I ran it last time. But Biden is still doing what he's doing and uh, still pushing a lot of the same ideas. So the messaging hasn't really changed that much. Anthony, last time I, I checked or heard, all but one member of the Florida House had endorsed Donald Trump for president. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, have you endorsed him? Oh, yeah. I, I endorsed Donald Trump the day he got into the election. I mean, technically before that. Uh, that was in November 14th of last year. Uh, but that was the first week I was out of office because I had left the state legislature that week. So not counting me having exited office yet. Up until last month, the only legislator in all Florida state legislator who endorsed uh, Donald Trump was Joe Bruder's a state senator from Sarasota. But in the last three weeks, there's been a push by the Trump campaign to get more supporters. And I think they identified six. I think it's one state senator, Debbie Mayfield, and about four or five random state reps, uh, pretty equally spread throughout the state. One from Tampa, one from Brevard, one from Miami, uh, somebody from, I think, the Panhandle. And uh, yeah, so it's it's about seven or eight state legislators that uh, endorsed uh, Donald Trump at this point. And I believe most of the congressional House members have, too. Is that correct? Yeah. The U.S. Congress, half of the Republican delegation has endorsed Trump. One 
uh, has endorsed DeSantis, and the other roughly half uh, have just stayed uh, out of the race and have not endorsed anybody. Anthony, another question. I saw the South Miami Beach elected uh, a Republican uh, mayor, meaning Miami Beach, and Miami has a Republican mayor, too. Do you feel strong about that area, that that's going to be carried by our candidate? Well, you mean the city limits, right. the municipality of Miami Beach? Well, that's a you know pretty far, far left area, uh, but it also is an issue. It's a political area that's dominated by one or two issues, and the biggest issue of Miami Beach is the rampant crime and out of control nightlife scene that's destroyed, or at times destroyed Miami Beach, especially around spring break. So it's become a less partisan race down there, and the people running almost exclusively talk about trying to bring back the quality of life of Miami Beach. Um, and so, you know, that's really the biggest issue. Um, the state house, ironically, the state house district there actually went red because it's combined, or at least was, last cycle uh, with uh, Little Havana and uh, 8th Street to the west. And so it's a little bit more red, and so we were able to get that to go Republican. But the city and the city limits is still left wing, but, you know, dominated by sort of third rail issues. Uh, can you give us the latest on the redistricting battle continuing saga? Well, the both sides, yeah. So there was litigation surrounding the state-drafted uh, federal congressional maps, all 28 seats here in Florida. But early in the litigation, both sides stipulated to basically only argue about whether the Northeast uh, congressional seat uh, where Aaron Bean is, is sort of Jacksonville, north of Jacksonville, Nassau County, and Clay County, would be uh, considered lawful or not. And so they basically stipulated that no matter what happens in the litigation, it's not going to affect any of the seats south of Daytona Beach. So okay. there's pretty much zero chance that everybody's um, seats and con- you know congressional races are going to be shaken up and changed going into the next cycle but a pretty decent chance that the one or two seats around Jacksonville, which are John Rutherford, Aaron Bean, uh, looks significantly different depending on the litigation. It's just us talking, you know, just friends. Um, what do you think the odds of Ron DeSantis and some of these other folks taking a look at the way the, the presidential process is going and stay in it to win it, in their opinion, or do they start dropping out like flies? What are your thoughts? <laughs> Well, I think, uh, you know, with uh, Americans for Prosperity telling Nikki Haley today they're going to be endorsing her and putting it somewhere between 20 and $30 million in, she'll stay to the very end. Um, and that was an incentive to try to get her to stay in the race versus drop out and, you know, beg for a vice president uh, position under Donald Trump. Uh, DeSantis, I think, will also stay into the bitter end. Um, I just don't think that he... Uh, he wants to, I mean, he's really, he's locked into the governorship for a couple more years, but he sees it just a waste of opportunity to step off the stage and lose his pulpit uh, as a presidential candidate. You believe a losing presidential candidate, but still, you know, a somewhat significant presidential candidate for the next few months. So I, I think those two stay in. I think the rest pretty much drop out, especially if Donald Trump comes to them and says, I'm going to offer you a secretary position. I also think that uh, DeSantis is really betting heavy on Iowa, which he could possibly win, especially if he makes Kim Reynolds his vice presidential uh, pick nominee, which I think he's expected to do. Um, but, yeah, I think those two stay in. Obviously, I think Donald Trump wins the primary. I don't think there was ever a chance he was ever going to lose. And the other candidates drop. 
We've heard, we keep hearing that the number of Republicans registered in the state of Florida now continues to grow over that of registered Democrats. Uh, what kind of, are you seeing any significant change in Lake County in particular, but also that district that you're running for? Well, Lake County is getting more, more and more Republican. We're now two-thirds Republican. DeSantis got 67% of the vote here, and Joe Biden got you know, 32 or 33 which is unheard of. That's the most Republican Lake County's ever been. We've always been a conservative Republican county, but now we've become one of the most Republican in, in the state, definitely in Central Florida. Uh, Sumter County, same thing, highest turnout, most Republican county in Central Florida. And West Orange is trending more red very slowly. So uh, this is a seat that was already safely Republican because uh, it's, it's really those three counties and then a tiny sliver of Polk County, but guaranteed to become even more Republican going into 2024. All right, one more question. The state, the state's getting insanely red. We just, I think we brought in 400,000 new Republicans just since, uh, just in the last six months, which is unheard of. Anthony, another question. With uh, DeSantis going against Gavin Newsom on Thursday night. So not, no, it's tomorrow night. Or tomorrow night. If he does no, it, it is Thursday night. Yeah, it's yeah. Thursday night. If he does yeah. a very effective job, do you think that'll help him a great deal? <laughs> no. I don't. Okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, have no Ill, I have no ill will towards, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis. I'm not one of those people that trash him and attack him. I criticize him when I think he could go further, uh, more conservative on a state policy item, but generally think he's done a good job as governor. But I do think that, uh, that Gavin Newsom and these different sort of, uh, uh, you know, tricks that they're going to pull out in the last few months of the campaign for attention are just a just a way of keeping him on the stage and relevant going into 28. I, I said on this show early on, even when DeSantis was polling, you know, in the 20s, high 20s or 30s, uh, that he never really probably thought he could beat Trump but wanted a really clean, happy second-place finish. So that way he's a front-runner going into the 2028 election. Um, I think that mentality is the same. I just think that he averred, you know, he sort of availed himself to a pretty serious risk of getting pummeled by every direction, finishing third or fourth, and then looking like damaged goods going to 2028. I don't think he thought that was possible, that everybody on the stage from Trump down was going to be attacking him for six months and highlighting holes in his record. But, of course, you know, I would say he brought a staff in around him who's been less than truthful with his vote about his vulnerabilities and uh, didn't warn him that he was going to be hurting himself going in 2028. Had he not run, had he not run and just endorsed Trump, would have been offered the VP job, whether yep. he took it or not, wouldn't yep. have mattered. He would have been yep. the front runner for 28. I no, think I agree. no, no I question agree. about it. No yep. question about it. All right. Thank you so much, Anthony. How can people help you out and find out more about your campaign? And if they want to join the, and if they also want to join the Lake County Republicans, go ahead. Absolutely. We'd love more members. We have 110 precinct men and women, and uh, we're looking for 100 more. So, uh, it's sabatini congresscom is the website. You can always call me at 352-455-2928 um, if uh, you would be interested in joining the Lake County REC or getting involved with our congressional campaign. We have dozens of volunteers out there every day knocking doors, making calls, and uh, we want to make sure we get a real conservative elected to Congress who's going to be fighting as hard as Matt Gates, Byron Donalds, and some of our good guys up there in D.C. and not just be a deadbeat that doesn't show up the vote. So thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Give that one phone number one more time. 352-455-2928. All right. Thank you so very much, Anthony Sabatini. We'll talk to you again soon.
All right, we'll be right back with more of Trump and Tuesday, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code, which you'll find at 100 East Morse Boulevard in downtown Winter Park. Just look for the big stone MC, and that's where you will be. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax and Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax and Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal and Comfort, and Stearns and Foster. Our smart bed aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part, we're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 4 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. Ask me no questions, and I won't tell you no lies by Leonard Skinner, That's which funny. has to do with Thursday night's contest challenge. Oh, yes, as go. we all know, it always, this one. it always seems like everybody has an answer, right? <laughs> well, we're going to change this around. Our contest is going to be very simple. We want you to come up with a question. Just make a question that you would like to hear the answer 
We're not going to answer it because we're not in a men's society, but it is a case that come up with a question, and then our board of uh, wonderful judges will determine whether we think that is the one of the highest merit. I call foul. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the contest was he told me he was going to do, oh, but no, that is not is that the one right? he told me no, he was going to do. Is that right? Hey, no, I was oh, talking oh, about oh. that. When I was playing golf, I'm thinking, that's a pretty good idea. Come up with a question. Everybody has an answer? Okay, come up with a question. Here and, we and go. it can be a question about anything. Anything. As long as it's clean, clever, right. and comedic. And appeals to the judgeship. <laughs> that's you know? right. Well, this would be, so, be a good the laugh. The judgeship. Yeah. Yeah, right. oh, <laughs> the judgeship. <laughs> uh, how about that Dan Ball on the David Pollock show last night? You mm-hmm. think a guy with that much experience in this business would would be able to control his language a little bit better. Really? Right? Out of control. <laughs> the F-bombs. But mm-hmm. David also had on George Santos last night. Oh and what my. I thought was an excellent interview. And it appears as though George Santos is getting railroaded, too. Really? Yes, indeed. Wow. And he's he's going to write it to the bank, though. He's going to write a book or do something. Who well, knows? Uh, he says he's had it. He's not running for re-election one way or the other. Yeah. But they are. Uh, it would be unprecedented in... House history, right. if they do eliminate, if they do vote him out. But then he'll be a first. But he thinks they will. He's, 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 he's pretty well convinced. So he would be a anyway, historical Anyway, it was an excellent first. interview. David yeah. Pollock doing a great job. We'll be right back. Okay. January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, We will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant without a roll of the honey. 
everybody. Welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time Now Prime Time Radio Show. We are primed and ready to go. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Trumpin' Tuesday. Brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code in downtown Winter Park. And that would be a no better way to celebrate the holiday season than to get yourself a new Nissan and tool that thing on over to Morse Code and uh, and. Have a toast to yourselves. Chris, I, I was wondering, I was just looking here. Did you know that the White House tree fell over from high winds? No, I didn't know I mean, I, is it emulating the president himself? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing tipped over, you know, fully decorated. How about that? Oh, boy. Oh, what a winner that guy is. anchored that thing down a little better. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it is a metaphor for this president. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at that going, All what right. is this? Dude? Of course, we got Randy and Trumpy Ross in the Relax and Comfort studio, along with Michael McBath and myself. Christopher Hart, Jeff's on the bridge, and patiently having been waiting on the line is Darren. So we'll go to his phone call before we get to some more news of the day. I want to talk more about those January 6th tapes, but Darren, you're up. How are you doing tonight? Thanks for calling. Oh, I'm doing well. Good evening. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on something that's been bothering me. Uh, I don't think most people know, but our, our biggest naval base in the Middle East in that region is in Qatar in our air base. We pay them, I'm not sure the exact amount, I think it's around a billion dollars a year to lease that property. I was going to get one of your, your thoughts. How does that relationship, do you think, affect our policy? Do you think it makes Hamas more, sub, maybe, uh, you know, subordinate to us, or do they, does it give them leverage over us? Or I want to get your thoughts about that. <laughs> I'd say it was more the latter than the former. It certainly gives the Qataris leverage over us. Uh, I was just telling Mike and Randy during the break, I might have mentioned it on the show last night, but the Obama administration is are the ones who set up those Hamas leaders in Qatar, who are now billionaires, by the way. And it's because they knew that they would need them there for negotiating purposes, because they would have to, you know, get people out of trouble or negotiate treaties or something to the effect. But, of course, the Hamas uses that uh, to do bad things to Israel. And the Qataris, of course, they hold leverage over us because of that air base and the naval uh, uh, port there. We don't want to lose those. They're strategic. It's kind of like Turkey. Same thing with Turkey. We're beholden to Turkey, and we got to tolerate Turkey because we got the, the bases there. So that, that's the game that we play with this foreign policy stuff. And it, it, it can work if you have a good leader, but we don't. And uh, those uh, members of the uh, Hamas leadership, they should be, they should be fired. All right? Uh, but this administration is not going to do that. A Trump administration you, would. You oh, think that the Qataris like use that in negotiations against us? Like, of course. Say, well, if you don't. Well, of course, but you know, I would say yes if it's Trump, but if it's Biden, he's going to give them what they want anyway. They don't need the leverage. They got the weak Joe Biden. That's the problem here. They would they would be able to utilize some of that leverage against a tough leader, but they don't have to against Joe Biden. He's working for their interests, just like Obama was. All right, thank you, Darren. I hope that answered your question. All right, anyway. Uh, we appreciate you. Okay, 
And we want, we want you to, well, he had questions. Maybe he'll come up with a yeah. question for the contest. We'll get to that here. See, isn't that minutes. great? Yes, they have questions and they're in the contest. All right. All right. In the meantime, <laughs> our Red Kettle Challenge, once again, it is on. The Red Kettles are out. And the, the official Red Kettle Challenge, which was kicked off, as Randy said earlier, by Dolly Parton at the Dallas Cowboys. Who were they playing the other night? I forgot who they were playing. See, we lost track. We paid more attention to Buffalo yeah, Bills. But, but, but I, I do know that Dolly was looking sharp in that Dallas Cowboys cheater she outfit. Was. Anyway, she should be interested in the music part. What music? Her... Did she oh sing? Oh my God. <laughs> she did. She sang Jolene. She sang. Yeah, she she said, I will always love you. And then she went into two rock and roll You're songs. You're so That's superficial. Right. That's right. She did <laughs> now, also, she grew, did some nine I to five too. Uh, with her she, at my, in my family household. Oh, I, I love think she's Dolly terrific, Barton. actually. I mean, yeah, I think absolutely. she's a, a great American. Oh, nice comeback, Mike. Nice comeback. All right. Anyway, the Red Kettle Challenge, she kicked off before she went on the field to do the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is on, and the red kettles are out, the bells are ringing, so we want you to make contributions. And, of course, we want you to contribute to the American Adversaries Red Kettle, and we're going to tell you how to do that in the next couple of days. But get ready for that. And then, of course, they also, the Salvation Army, would like you to take a selfie or a little video as you're dropping in your donation. Maybe you could do something a little special, get a little creative about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like Mike, I think he's going to walk up wearing a Santa Claus outfit and drop a few bucks in, right? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I'll be wearing something. Anyway, you know you get the idea. And, of course, it is to help promote the Red Kettle uh, money uh, donation effort. So uh, please uh, help us out with our Red Kettle Challenge. In the meantime, you can text KETTLE to, t- to 24365. That is the word KETTLE to 24365. Three six five. That Remember, is because, they do need volunteers. They you know, do. they need people to stand go, out Mike. by it's those. Playing tennis. Uh, you know, but at this point, they, what they really need to is the donations. Is money. All right, all right, all right. In the meantime, uh, more of these January six videos keep coming out, and they are more and more damning. Uh, the latest one that came out, you can see that there are Capitol Police, both in riot gear and not in riot gear. And using weapons like uh, clubs and what appears to be, do you, do you remember what, I think it was called a blackjack? You remember what a blackjack was? No. It was like a piece of leather with a real heavy weight in one end of it, and you could smack somebody in the back of the head with it and knock them out. It appeared, though, they were using something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a much shorter baton. But they were holding this old man, and he was trying to cover his head with his arms, and they were holding him while they were beating the snot out of him. And this is the Capitol Police, yes. run by Nancy Pelosi. Well, mm-hmm. beating the hell out of him with their there was there was a whole line of them, and they three or four of them were hitting him right there. And then one guy was behind the the officers that were holding him and hitting him, and he had his baton. He was reaching over the other officers to whack the guy in the head with his baton. Was he in the building or outside? It appeared to be in the building. But does that make it right? No, it doesn't. Right? Not an old man. Especially oh when all God. the other videos that we saw with the January 6th clown committee yeah. were of the protesters committing acts of violence and everything. Right. And then there's the videos that now show that outside 
before the real melee began, as protesters mm-hmm. were crowded behind the barriers, those right. bicycle rack-like barriers. Well, Ray Epps is right in the front, for one, and he's he's inciting people to, to, to knock the barriers down and go in. As a matter of fact, he speaks to one guy, and then he does knock the barrier down and mm-hmm. go in. But also, prior to that, you see that the police are already pelting the crowd with uh, rubber bullets, they're spraying them. This one cop is spraying him laughing like he's doing it. And and uh, they're also using tear gas to disperse the crowd. I don't know. All it did was see uh, uh, it incited the crowd. And that's when they became more incensed. And and then the melee is there verbiage? Is there verbiage to these films? Well, or? you just hear shouting and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. And some of them were they're up close, uh, like uh, Roseanne Boylan. Okay, Roseanne Boylan. There, there is now video of Roseanne Boylan. You, you can't see what had happened. Was there was a, they were in like a narrow corridor, right. and the protesters, the police were trying to push them back, but there were too many, and in the process, people were falling down, stumbling, and the other protesters and the cops were now stepping on them. Well, Roseanne Boylan was one of the ones that fell down, and she was being trampled. And then you can hear people yelling, uh, stop, she's, she can't breathe, she's right. dying, she's dying. And and then when it, the, the, it clears out and she's laying there prone, one of the female officers comes up with her baton and starts beating her as she's oh, laying there unconscious. And then the other officers come out, and they drag her into the building. They grab her by the arms, and they drag her into the building, and they drag her so far and so fast and so hard, her clothes were coming off. The woman's clothes were coming off. Don't you wonder where they got the instruction to be so viciously violent against these people who were, you know, they weren't really doing anything of any great consequence? My assumption is exactly that. They were instructed right. to do this. Somebody's been pushing the button. I don't think these guys would have been doing that on their own accord. I don't know. I don't know their training manual, their training regimen. But I have to think that they were instructed to take these measures. And it makes things look worse, you know, when you use that. And it also irritates the crowd to maybe get more violent. They were probably instigators. Well, yeah. uh, in the case of Roseanne Boylan, they mm-hmm. were trying to get the police to stop. And because they knew that the woman was in dire straits, mm-hmm. and of course she died. Now, you never, it, by the way, we were told that she died of a drug overdose. Oh, jeez. The woman was trampled to death, and then her body, if it was lifeless, and most likely was, was dragged through the house so hard, so fast, that her clothes were being pulled off in the process. Now, do you think that was a purposeful show? No, it wasn't the show. Yeah. No, they, they, this was hidden from us. Well, this I'm just saying, I mean, we now. see, obviously, no, we see this. No, this this was after the violence mm-hmm. and all the stuff had already been incited. And so, it, but, it, but it, it tells a whole different story, doesn't it? A whole different story. And by the way, these, do you remember the four officers, and I think it was three officers and mm-hmm. one federal agent, who, who testified very the very beginning mm-hmm. of the clown shows. And they came in, and, and then they were crying and all this other stuff, talking about how they got beat up and abused and all this. And the videos show every damn one of them was a freaking liar. A liar. And that <laughs> lie was used to perpetuate this hoax 
which has now got people in jail. But you know, the American public, they've already moved past it unless we keep reminding them of it. Uh, well, these videos I, are, are a stark reminder. And yeah. the worst thing, Randy, these people are sitting in jail. Well, I think they're over desensitized to it, Mike. They really are. We but see how it on do television. You leave them there? It's not That's... impacting our ability to take our kids to soccer practice, it's not imp- impacting our ability to even somehow afford dinner and sit down and do all the things we do. It is definitely... You're probably right, but the sad thing is this sort of thing is should be the most important issue to us because they have taken away these people's civil rights, right. just like they took away Derek Chauvin's. We now see with this new The Fall of Minneapolis documentary that's out, they did the same thing with Chauvin, lie after lie after lie, showing they cherry-picked the videos to show you with the worst ones. They don't show you all the other right. videotape they had, hour upon hour of videotape, prior arrest with this guy and, and George Floyd. And the original autopsy was crazy. He died of a drug overdose. Right. Right. And everything the cops did that day was they had been trained to do. And yet when it came time for the trial, the police chief... You seem so surprised. No, I'm not surprised. I'm outraged. And as I'm saying, people should take note because if they can do it to Trump, if they can do it to Chauvin, if they can do it to the 1-6 defendants, they can do it to any damn one of us. That's yep. it, it's what it goes back to that movie, uh, Walking Tall, with Joe Don yeah. Baker. Forget about the one with The Rock. That's 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 mm-hmm. candy, mm-hmm. Uh, as he might put it another way. But anyways, uh, Joe Don Joe Baker, because it's it's the truer story. It's right. based on the true stories of Buford Pusser. But in, that, in, in Pusser, they tried to assassinate him, the mob in Tennessee. And they killed his wife. They tried to kill him. And then in the trial scene, he's testifying about the, the shooting. And the, the judge is not, you know, allowing him to speak. And the the the, uh, the defense attorney is giving him a, a hard time. So finally he gets tired of it. And he stands up. He rips off his shirt. He's got scars all over his body. The jury gasps. And he says, if you let them get away with doing this to me, you give them the unmitigated right, right to do it to each and every damn one of you. And that's what's going on here. That's I, I understand. Understand what you're saying. That most people, but the reality is, this is the most serious issue that we are facing as a constitutional republic today. I've said from the very beginning, if it was as bad as they want us to believe it is, there'd be a lot more dead people. uh, That's right. There would. They they were trying to go into the Capitol. If they felt like the fear existed, they've been shooting them off one by one. Yeah. They were obviously told to stand down to a certain extent. Randy, I believe, like most people believe, a lot of them just wandered in. The doors open. I know. I know. I'm not there to commit. Crime they, or anything not only else. Not did they wander in, but they were encouraged to go uh, in by the police. Worse, right, even worse. That's right. right. They were they, encouraged to come in. They, they were encouraged to go in, and then they were prosecuted for trespassing right. for having done it. And this was probably he, a pre-planned program by the American Taliban, known as the Democrats. And, and see, and this, and it goes back to Trump because mm-hmm. uh, I think it was yesterday, or it could have been. I think it was no, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. The Trump defense team in the Washington, D.C. deranged Jack Smith case, which mm-hmm. is about the January 6th stuff right. and the insurrection, all that nonsense. And Trump, they, they filed a motion that they wanted all the evidence uh, and testimony, which, by the way, would have included two mm. of the prosecution's lawyers. Because they have been involved in this January 6th clown show right, business, which right? really makes it look they wanted to. They wanted uh, full disclosure of evidence, testimony, and, and the like, and the judge turned him down. Well, see, that's that's key to his defense. You but, see what I'm saying yeah, here? I mean, they, they, she has now violated, uh, let's see, his 
his First Amendment rights, mm -hmm. his Fourth Amendment rights, and his Sixth Amendment rights. So what do you do on that? Can you go to the Supreme Court and say, hey, you know, I deserve yeah, the right to bring all the... Yeah, if you got a million dollars sitting in the bank, that's very well, expensive to go after the federal Money's not going to be bothering but, him, but... Uh, that This particular motion, I'm not sure of. We'll be talking to Patrick McGarrow yeah. about it on Friday. There are some motions that can be taken directly to appeal, mm -hmm. but some other motions can't. And I'm not sure where this particular motion fits in. But, but so it, it's the same thing with Chauvin, with the one six defendants, with Trump. They are withholding, mitigating, exculpatory evidence. And no, they know they're doing that. They're doing it on purpose. That's your judicial. Yeah. And then Chauvin gets the, the shank in, in the yeah. federal prison in Tucson. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He should he should be in a minimum security prison. I mean, this, is, I mean, at this most. is a Soviet he, Union story. He shouldn't mm -hmm. even be in jail because he got railroaded. But if they're going to stick him in there and they don't want anything to happen to him, he needs to be in a minimum security facility. Yeah. It's as simple as that. He's not a flight risk. He the risk is all to him. Right. All right. We'll be right back with Trump and Tuesday on the American Adversaries Radio Show. Got an IRS update for you. And it's kind of good news. Okay. All good. right. So we got that and a whole lot more. And we'll get my Mike's Contest Challenge for you one more time for Thursday night. This is a Trump and Tuesday, of course, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. They're located at East Colonial Drive in Chickasaw Trail. By the way, they got a great service department there, all makes and models. They will service your vehicle. And then, of course, if you're buying, check out the specials. And there's always a, a deal going on at Sutherland. You'll find them at OrlandoNissan.com. And don't forget to check out and stop in and say hello at Morse Code in Winter Park, 100 East Morse Boulevard. Please tell them you heard about them on the American Adversaries Radio Show. AM 950 and FL 94.9, the answer. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at HerringCPA.com. Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax & Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax & Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns & Foster, our smart beds aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part, we're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us 
Christmas in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967. It's that time of year again when you begin searching for that thoughtful Christmas gift. Well, network sound and video makes memories last forever, restoring records, cassettes, VHS, and camcorder tapes to CD and DVD so your family can enjoy them for a lifetime. Call right now at 407-834-8555 or visit online networksoundandvideo.com. All work is done right here in Longwood, networksoundandvideo.com, where memories last forever. 407-834-8555. Ahoy there, shrimp lovers. Try three new shrimply delicious dishes at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp and corn tacos, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and garlic lime shrimp bowl. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Colonial eastbound crash reported before the Greenway. Westbound I-4. Slowdowns around Colonial and from Kirkman out towards U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4. Slow from World Drive up towards Lee and around West 1st Street. Your latest answer. Traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. smashing pumpkins for you there, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. We need some new music. Some weird music. It's uh, very dated. I don't think I've ever used you know? that one before. Anyway, uh, we're back. We're live. Let's do the contest challenge for oh, Thursday night. Get my okay. notepad out. Everybody knows. Everybody has an answer for everything, right? Yeah. Well, we got a problem here. What our contest is, we want you to come up with a question. That's it. You come up with any type of question on any subject, and that will be your entry. Don't give us the answer. Don't ask us the answer. Just come up with a question. All right. Very All right. good. All right. By the way, tomorrow night, Thurlow Spur is going to join us. And, of course, this Saturday at the Calvary Assembly Church in Winter Park, they're going to be doing their Christmas is uh extravaganza and it's going to be a great program two two showings and he's going to have some tickets to give away tomorrow night so uh, you'll definitely want to tune in for that that's uh, christmas is 2023 all right uh, in the meantime when we come back from the break uh, we're going to get to some other news including uh some local news having to do with pulse and then a little bit about the Rosalind Carter service today, where uh, at least one political jab was thrown out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, have you heard of Drew Ortiz? No. 
Mike, have you heard of Drew Ortiz? No, I don't think so. Is he a baseball player? Well, it's it's sports related. <laughs> oh, is it really? Oh, well, yes, indeed. So I will tell you who Drew Ortiz is and okay. why he may, may no longer be around. Ooh. That's right. And how about that kid who put on the Kansas City Chiefs full guard? I, I saw that. What's wrong with that? And now he's being called a racist. He had to apologize. Oh yeah. God. Little I was about four, 13 or 14 years yeah. old. Isn't that ridiculous? ridiculous. The people that are racist are the ones calling him You're a right. racist. You're and exactly that's the right. real world. Tell them that drop dead. All right. Dude. In the meantime, we'll be back with the American <laughs> Adversaries on a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Rosalind Carter was remembered Tuesday as a former U.S. First Lady who leveraged her fierce intellect and political power to put her deep Christian faith into action by always helping others, especially those who needed it most. A gathering of First Ladies and Presidents, including her 99-year-old husband Jimmy Carter, joined other political figures in tribute Tuesday. The chairman of the House Oversight Committee says an offer from Hunter Biden to testify publicly before Congress doesn't satisfy a subpoena they sent him amid an impeachment inquiry into his father, President Joe Biden. Congressman James Comer of Kentucky said Tuesday he expects the president's son to fully cooperate with the demand for a closed-door interview. On Wall Street, the drop by 83 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Hi, I'm John Sieber, President of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. Or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida at MLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida at MLS 305711. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard. Because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. 
Folks, do you suffer from nagging back or neck pain? Ever wake up feeling more exhausted than the night before? And what about that sleep partner who's turning your nights into a concert of snores or dealing with breathing issues, acid reflux, or sleep apnea? Here's the game changer. Discover a better night's sleep and a better day at Relax and Comfort. We're a unique mattress store. At Relax and Comfort, we're all about elevating your sleep experience, and we've got all the top brands to prove it, including Tempur-Pedic, Personal Comfort, and Stearns and Foster. Our smart beds aren't just beds. They're your personalized sleep sanctuary with hundreds of healthy positions. They're designed to fit you perfectly. Plus, they have an amazing feature, automatic snore detection and response. No more sleepless nights because of a noisy partner. The best part? We're conveniently located at Winter Park Village just across from Regal Cinemas. Come see us today and experience a nice sleep like never before. Relax in comfort, where better sleep leads to better days. That's relaxincomfort.com or visit us in person at the Winter Park Village, just across from Regal Cinemas, a family tradition since 1967. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive Time, the Titans of Talk Radio. On AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, Here's what I tell everyone I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place Where the stars and stripes And the eagle fly We're back, we're live I'm already getting contest entries for tomorrow night's contest Or Thursday night's contest here This is going to be a great laugh You know, (laughs) instead of giving us the answer Give us the question (laughs) It is indeed All right, that's Mike McBath along with Randy and Trumpy Ross I am Christopher Hart We four are in the Relax and Comfort studio And Jeff Sinis is on the bridge Uh, Real quick, I teased this a little bit earlier The IRS has announced that they are going to delay at least one more year that of that new regulation that calls yeah for PayPal, Venmo, and these other uh, pay uh, platforms to issue a 1099 if you did $600 or more worth of business during the year, and evidently it's because they recognize that somehow these platforms would have to be able to discern what was personal from business. Yeah. So uh, that will be delayed one more year. But there are other changes as well, and it is time to begin to think about next tax season because it's going to be here in just a few weeks. So Larry Herring is your guy. They've got all the updates on tax changes. And, of course, they've got many, many years, decades, actually, of experience here in Central Florida. Larry Herring located right there off I-4 Lee Road. Uh, you can see the, his, his name's actually on the yep. building. You can see uh, from I-4 there. And then, of course, uh, you can also reach him at 407-647-7777. For me, the easiest phone number to remember, 407 
7777 for Larry Herring. They also do financial advice and you know, Chris, planning. Yeah, they they uh, got the whole works. Jim Yarborough works there. And yep. this is also a time, in the, particularly December, you can do your tax swaps yep. at the end of the year. You got everybody has a dog or two stock. Sell the stock. You can buy it back in 31 days if you want it. Right. But if you don't, take the loss. You know? Yep. Balance out those gains. Balance a out bit. the gains. All right. Larry Herring is your guy. And we do have a new law starting in uh, next year that a lot of people may not be familiar with. It was voted on this last cycle that if you are an elected official, I think it'd be really interested to see Buddy Dyer's response to this, Mayor Deming's response, other state house reps. Your detailed financial report of what your assets are is going to be. Required. required. Uh-huh. Where currently, if you file for office, you can this show assets. This should always be, Randy, and that's like how a Joe Biden and them run wild. They should this report. This is detailed, begin- though. I know, but this is what should be required of your senators and stuff, so we know who's getting bribed and who is not. What is your exact net worth when you come in off January and when you leave four years or for now or when it's up? I want a complete view. We have no idea what these people are getting into, as testified by the bozo that's our president of the United States. And we have no idea where no the idea. Pulse Foundation money oh. went. That became very clear today. I thought it was good that the Orange County Commission, though, started asking the more challenging questions. And while they want to be sympathetic, which I get that, it was a good cause. Let's, let's put it, let's give it that little bit of credit. Let's, let's say the intention was right. there. Well, and everybody keeps saying that, but the reality is the county is asking the more difficult questions. You know, Buddy Dyer and Patty Sheehan and even the other, Tony Ortiz, all were running the cycle. Um, they didn't get asked much at all about it. All they got to say is not our, they washed their hands of right. it. And we're going to give you $2 million. And we're going to buy the building all of a sudden. You know, the building could have had, they had the money to buy the building seven, six years ago when all this happened. Now, even uh, Commissioner Uribe was the one that pointed out today, it's been seven and a half years soon. And by the time they actually physically build something, no matter who's responsible for it, it'll be a decade. And there should be so many more people being held accountable to that. And yet what they're saying, we'll turn over our financial reports, whatever you want, because now our comptroller is asking for details of of this organization. We'll turn over our plans to build this majestic museum and all these different things. We'll <laughs> let you use them because we've already spent all the money on them. Yeah. We want out. Yeah. And they've yeah. all gotten out except for, ironically, still uh, Scott Boyd, who's director of communications, making 158000 a year. He's still there. But I guess somebody has to slow it, you know, close it down. Yeah, as long as 158000 a year holds out. Yeah. Uh, but that, there <clears throat> a multitude of questions. No answers as to where this money went. Yeah, they're going to turn over the plans to build this fancy thing that they were going to build. Uh, I'm sure they would love to see that built now with somebody else's money. Of course. And it's not going to happen because they're going to still focus on that small parcel of land where they bought uh, Pulse from. Anything they else would have to do would have to be by taking. Mm -hmm. uh, What's that called when they take the property? There's a word. There's a phrase Imminent for it. Domain. Imminent domain. And so they're not going to do that. They're not going to take away the gas station or the guy with the the, the uh-huh. uh, window tinting business on the side, uh, you know, next to them. And so I think it's just interesting that we're starting to see the harder questions. Maybe that's strategic. Maybe Buddy Dyer said, you know, you guys asked the tough questions. We well, need to stay out of that. Obviously, he doesn't yeah. want anything to do with it uh, because his fingerprints are all over it. I mean, how could he say you asked tough questions? We need to stay out of it. You should be Well, the only it. reason the county, the red flags went up with the county, again, right? is because of that museum parcel that was purchased. And when they 
when the you know got ten million dollars right. you know money towards that from the county, they said we'll give it back to you. But in the interim, the real red flag was because the Castle Company, they're the company out of Disney and Universal and the theme parks. When you go, they're the one that build the fake fake rocks and right. all the things that are amazing right. in theme parks. They own the land across. They have a business across the street from that warehouse, so they were subletting part of this empty warehouse, which goes against the county's mm-hmm. agreement with the One Pulse Foundation. So. They have yeah. no choice now but to pursue it. They've kind of forced them into having to really take a deep look at the, the way the finances were being handled. What this needs mm-hmm. is the FDLE in there with forensic auditors to try and figure That's out exactly, exactly what right. happened, exactly. where the money came from, where it went, and all these agreements in the process. And my guess is we're going to find that it was a lot of money and it's not a criminal act, but it's, I think we're going to see that it is grossly... Uh, inflated for the purposes of something far bigger than just a memorial. They wanted to create, and I've said this from the very beginning, long before I ever thought about running for office, they wanted to create a museum, a movement that was as big as that entire block. So they could say, come to Orlando, we'll teach you about right. you know all these different things. When in fact, what people really wanted was a place to go reflect and you know say goodbye to the 49 people, if they had family or friends, or the 166 people that often people forget about that were in the club that were not killed, in, in, killed or et cetera. It's just a big cluster, you know, I, uh, and it should have been handled a lot differently. And I'm not quite sure Patty Sheehan and the mayor are any better off now on how they're going to handle it than they were before. Yeah. And you're right, though. They wanted to turn it basically into a tourist attraction. And make money off of it. A moneymaker for yeah. the city yeah. rather than it be a true memorial where you would go like a park with a fountain or something. Because it would be done by now right. if they had done it the yeah. right way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Think of the you know what I said? Cost. I thought about doing this as a press release, so I'll just make this announcement on the show. Yeah. I'm sure we could get this down to Donald Trump. And if they need help, like Donald Trump went and did, made that ice skating rink in the middle of uh, Rockefeller Center, made it work. Yeah. I'm sure if the city of Orlando and the county would like Donald Trump's help. He might even ship in a few dollars to make sure we get a, a, a memorial and, there. And it would be appropriate, and it would be beautiful. <laughs> and it would be done. And it would, it would be Do you done. think the city and county would want Donald no, Trump's No, I know they wouldn't. <laughs> know, that's, that's my point. There's the, the hatred is so deep, they don't that's understand right, right. how to really get to the end results. They can't see the forest for the trees. Kind of yeah, thing. The funny thing is, is that prior to 2015, they would have loved, loved it. to have Donald Trump's They help. would have rolled out a red carpet for him to help with this. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, they rolled out a red carpet of sorts today for Rosalind Carter. Uh, this was at Emory University in Atlanta. Tomorrow will be the official funeral for her in Plains, Georgia. <laughs> Did you know that Rosalind Carter was birthed by Lillian Carter? In other words, Jimmy Carter's mother was a midwife. And she birthed Rosalind. Rosalind. Oh, my God. How did that happen? I don't know, but it did. And they were together 77 years married. He's 99 now, and he's obviously... Mm -hmm. uh, The the fact that they weren't really showing you a picture of Jimmy Carter uh, tells you that that he's he's not looking good. Uh, If he makes it to Christmas, I'll be surprised, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Um, and oftentimes when partners like this have been together for so long, one of them passes, the other one kind of follows suit pretty quickly. Um, it was, uh, I guess it was a nice uh, ceremony today uh, for the most part. Uh, there was at least one political jab by Judy Woodruff, who is a, a reporter at 
on PBS. She's been around a long time, and she got her start there in a station in uh, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, I think. And she she recounted how the last time she met with the Carters was on their 75th wedding anniversary. They just celebrated 77. And that she was asking uh, the former president what he thought of the new president. This was in 2021. And uh, he was, you know, he was very specific about things that he thought Biden should do. But at the end of the day, he thought he was doing a magnificent job. And he said that he was so relieved that he was president. You know, I, I have a hard time as a person who cares for a dementia patient. We've known that he's had dementia for close to a decade. So this is not brand new. You want me to all of a sudden believe he could articulate his political feelings yeah, that well. And also I say, you know, boo-hoo to this reporter getting up there, knowing that Donald Trump's wife was sitting in the front yeah, row. She was. You yeah, didn't really have to take a taste. shot like that. You yep. could have had a good speech. Because the kids did pretty good. I did watch the kids' speeches yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But it could have been totally non-political and said she's sitting in the front row and she has to hear that about her husband come on yeah come on don't not good not good but she was the epitome of beauty and grace and uh, she was there. Well, she looks like a supermodel sitting there. She always does. She was sitting next to Michelle Obama. Oh, don't uh, do that. By the way, Michelle, I hope she you, you guys will love this. Michelle Obama, it appeared to me, was wearing a pants suit. What, what do you mean? Is, I'm not surprised. I mean, she was, she was wearing a black yeah. pants suit. That's Mike's very yeah. attractive. And now, Melania had on a, a black dress as well, but she was wearing a gray coat over it mm. because it was cold. Don't be criticized for it that. It was cold sure. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the Clinton both Clintons were there. Oh, Laura Bush was there. I don't know how Billy Clinton got to be a part I, I, of it. I'll tell you what, though. Bill Clinton didn't look too good either. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. But uh, He's burnt out. He, he's rough. Uh, read a little, uh, pretty uh, rough life. But, but let, let me <laughs> When in uh, college, when studying uh, philosophy and political science, when Reagan beat Carter, and so, of course, as a, uh, a school mm-hmm. project thing, I sent Jimmy Carter a, a telegraph. You remember how you could go down and, oh at Western gosh. Union? They had the Western Union office downtown. So I went down there and sent him a telegraph. I said, uh, uh, don't despair. Your role as world peacemaker is far from over. Chris, and sure you enough, were ahead of your time. Wasn't I? Oh, my God. A prophet. Roslyn Carter sent me a nice little thank you note. I got it somewhere at the house on White House stationery. It's a White House thank you note with the emblazoned White House on it and everything. This is a very nice comment you had. Thank you so much. Yes, that's outstanding. Did you try that with the Obamas? Did you try to to sell (laughs) that on eBay or something? No, no. No, I did it. I did it. By by the way, also, after Reagan left office uh, one year for his birthday, I sent him a, a bag of Brock's uh, jelly beans, because that wow. was his, that was those were his favorite candy. You were sure very enough, active look at in you the, being the ambassador you. of know. peace and love I and got, everything. Wow. I got a thank you note from Ronald Reagan in his own handwriting. Yeah. He would do this. He would make out the envelope in his handwriting, mm-hmm. and then whatever he would put in there would be in his handwriting as well. And uh, that, was, that was pretty... I got Chris, that somewhere could be home worth too. some bucks, buddy. And, and I think that's know? about the time he got sick on jelly beans at the <laughs> National <laughs> News. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll be back with more of the American <laughs> <Adam laughs> Series. story. <laughs> a Trumpin' Tuesday. We'll get to the Chiefs kid and Drew Ortiz. I'll tell you who he is or was. Just a few steps from glory. That's right. You're listening to the American Adversaries oh, on a Trumpet Tuesday funny. brought to us by Sutherland Nissan, U.S. Marine. He's a really great man, and, and we've got a great team out there at, at Sutherland Nissan. Check them out. 
believe me, they'll treat you like family, whether you're buying or you're getting your car serviced. Either way, Sutherland Nissan is the way to go. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. The holidays are here, and there's no better way to enjoy them than to celebrate with family and friends as you break bread together. Cafe Positano's is where thousands of families and businesses have enjoyed delicious, authentic Italian food served in a quiet atmosphere. Brothers Pasquale and Roberto Barba are proud to offer their family's recipes to your family, except on Thanksgiving Day, when they prepare the food and serve their employees. Celebrate and make Cafe Positano's a holiday tradition for your family and enjoy authentic Italian. Hi, I'm John Sieber, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. Or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Saw the man in black, spotlight in the air. Heard a thousand screams, saw my daddy stare. Feel like I've been running since the day that I was born. Eagle on my back. On my arm. This goes out to the drifters and all of the dreamers ready to fly. All those wannabes. These tales, Chris, uh, the night have been just so enlightening. I can't well, tell you that. Pierce got to meet Jimmy when he was governor in mm-hmm. the executive office there in uh, Atlanta because mm-hmm. Pierce won the social science fair. 
Social? Yes, social oh, he was a social. Oh, he's like Anna Escamani. He's a social <laughs> yeah, activist. Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> I, I think you got the wrong impression of the fair. Yeah, social uh, science. Uh, anyway, we know what the science is. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Drew Ortiz. Okay, Drew that? Ortiz wrote uh, an article for one of the most, I think it was the latest edition of Sports Illustrated. Okay. And then people discovered that Drew Ortiz wasn't at all who he said he was. Who was he? It wasn't a case of false identity. Right. It was a case of AI. Oh, oh, are you kidding Drew, me? Sports Illustrated, right. wrote Illustrated tried to pass Drew Ortiz off as a, as a, a man, a human being. Yeah. Sports journalist had a bio and picture and everything. Oh, my God. And it was all fake. Did they do this purposely to just show the people what could be done, or was this they were trying to pull Judging the wool over your eyes? Judging by the reaction that they got and the reaction that they had to the reaction they got, I don't think they expected that they were going to get that reaction. In other words, I think they thought they were going to get away with it. Could you imagine if they got away with it, they could play like they had a writer every week. You could fill your whole newspaper See, up with just AI this, stuff and get, you don't need any writers. Therein lies the, the danger problem. to the digital world. Mm-hmm. You see, I never liked the idea even of Google, right? Because that's true. I they agree can with change you on history tonight, yeah. mm-hmm. and tomorrow it's different, right? All it's just takes a few keystrokes. Used to be you had to change all the encyclopedias and all the books and everything. Well, those days are gone. Well, how are we going to have AI detectives in the future? I don't know. Well, I, I, well, I, we'll get I, AI to de- be the detectors well, I of AI. I will admit that Wait, I sometimes on Saturday mornings do do the Reface app. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know everybody freaks out. Oh, Randy, what are you doing that for? It's crazy. <laughs> I just have so much fun. And the technology is so advanced. It is. Ten years ago, if I had to try to put my face on somebody else's body to do anything, it would cost you a fortune in uh, production costs to do something and like that. And it probably still now wouldn't I, look right. <laughs> And now but, I can do it for a few for a few minutes of my time for free. All right. Is that pickleball? That's right, right in the ad. But but you were asking who's going to police this stuff? Right. Basically, they could set up an AI police agent that would police AI. Theoretically, right? You could sort of do this no, ad infinitum. Yeah, you could. Uh, yeah. Right. So mm. uh, the Meta, by the way, has now revealed, admitted that Instagram's. Uh, that that they that their uh, algorithms are such that uh, if they see they know who you are first of all right. and they know details about you and if they see that you like uh, say pictures of young girls or something like that they will find pictures of young girls who are putting their own profiles and stuff on Instagram and they will send them they will try they will focus them to the Potential yeah. pedophiles. Oh, I think it's even and, more advanced than oh that. And, 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 by the way, they will send this also to teenagers. They're exposing children to this. Well, so you're going to have to have some type of anti-AI monitoring device to knock all these things out. I can be on the phone with a friend you and know? say, you know, what have you thought about? What do you think about that new Tesla truck? Or what do you think about this? And next thing, and next you know, thing I know, it's coming through my news feed. Right. Like I, and I did was talk about it. I didn't look it up. I could care less about owning a Tesla truck. Right. And I thought, wow, that's how crazy it is. That's right. But to your point, uh, as far as the children go, right. that agent, they used to be called parents. Yeah. Right? right? But today, the handheld devices are more or less a babysitter. 
Mm-hmm. All right? It's something to give the kid to keep him, you know, leave me alone. Right, I'm making dinner, or leave me alone. I got to do work to do, and and so the the and not much attention is paid to what is the kid doing while that thing is babysitting right. them. Right, and it's because these algorithms are set up to drive more use, and what they do is they look for anything that you're interested in, or they that the algorithm thinks you're interested in. And that can be from a statement that you make right. or something that you put on there yourself or the, the things that you're looking for. And it's just going to focus that stuff. And it's doing it with children. Yeah. With adults, you might say, okay, adults is one thing. But this is happening with children. So they're basically warning that Instagram can cause harm to children. I believe that. And I also oh, I to, believe we, that. we have a warning to put yeah. out tonight. It's, if you live in Central Florida and you're receiving our signal, it's going to be in the 40s. Now, anywhere in Florida that you live might be listening to us all the way from the 30s in the Panhandle down into the 50s in South Florida. Winter so is here. So get your coats out, ladies. Get your minks Tomorrow, out. Get 44. your turtlenecks out, your but, boots, everything. Because it's going to get cold, people. I don't care. I'm playing but tennis anyway. Do, don't dress your kid up as an Indian and let him put face paint on because the liberals are going to go, the progressives will go after him. It turns out, I guess, this guy's being reported this kid is being reported to be six years old. Oh, for the oh. That means his parents probably helped him put the costume No doubt. He had the full the Chiefs yeah. headdress. Now, this is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, right? Oh, well, I understand. And, and you, the, the part of the fun of these games is, is some of the lunatics oh, in the I stands. Right? I yes. know. That's the whole game. Everybody's right. costume party has nothing to do I mean, about offending anybody. most of those people at Penn anybody. State paint their faces blue. They're yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, so what are they? Oh, you're offending Mars or something. And, and yeah. by the way, they, they also play the music in the stands. That, yeah, they uh, play yes. State Sunday. Uh, 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 uh. You know, these people in the layoff. So, so the kid paint, painted his face in entire paint, uh, one side red, the other side black. So? Well, if what they first did was they posted pictures of only the one side of his face, oh boy. the here black side. Oh, and they course. said, oh, look at this kid in black face. Well, that wasn't it at all. So when the, when, the, all. when the true pictures, and by the way, Elon Musk himself helped dig this out. Right. Um, and he posted about it. So they show us the full picture of his face, and now it's, oh, now he's bigoted against Indians, right? Oh, he's a double bigot. Don't you think, right. Chris, people are just over this cancel, cancel, cancel all the time? I, I think they are, but I've, we got to drive the point home, because if we don't change this administration next year, there ain't going to be squat we can do about this stuff. Yeah. I guarantee you and that. I, if I were a politician, I would say, I'm going to drive this out. I would take a stand on it and not just That's why we have pass. to vote Trump. It's right. the only chance we That's have. That's right. Just remember, man. when you listen to the American adversaries, you ain't getting AI, that's for sure. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight on this Trump and Tuesday. Don't forget to check them out at East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail, that's Sutherland Nissan, also at OrlandoNissan.com, and Morse Code in downtown Winter Park. Who knows, you might run into Randy there, or maybe even U.S. Marine. Or Mike, or, or you. That's right. All right, and in the well, meantime... Chris will be sending gifts out to different <laughs> presidents. Uh, get those questions ready for Thursday night. Keep loving, keep praying, don't give up, never surrender, and try to be a little more godlike every day. Night, everybody. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News, Opinion, Passion, with this SRN News Update, now. 
News this hour for townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. House Republicans balk after Hunter Biden offers public testimony on Tuesday in response to a subpoena. First son Hunter Biden offered to testify publicly before Congress, striking a defiant note in response to a subpoena from Republicans in setting up a potential high-stakes face-off. The Democratic president's son slammed the GOP subpoena's request for closed-door testimony, saying it could be manipulated. However, House Oversight Committee Chair